Learning Daf Heyam and Beis, we're picking up at the bottom of Heyam and Aleph. The last time, Tani Tano came in Reb Yechinan the Tan Tat from Reb Yechinan. Kol Isaac b'Tayra uvegmilas Chasadim, a person who's Isaac in Tayra, he's Isaac in doing Chasad v'Kaiver as Banav, and he also suffers the pain of burying his children. His children die young. Because of these things, they will forgive all of his averes. said to the As I understand, I know what you're saying about Taira and Yerushalayim is true. Just because it says so avayins will be forgiven. That refers specifically to acts of kindness. And like it says, a person who runs after tzedakah and chesed, he's going to find chaim, he's going to find tzedakah, and he's going to find kavit. Now the Pasuk talks about tzedakah, that's giving money, and it also talks about chesed. So the chesed must be acts of chesed without the money. So that's what we said chesed. And Emes, Emes of course refers to Tarash, never like it says, Emes Kenevel Timkar, Emes, you should always acquire Emes truth, Tyra, and never sell it. That's what Tyra is. It's something that you always acquire, you never sell it, it's priceless. Ella, but what I don't know is Kaivra's Banav, right? That when a person buries his sons, that that's going to bring up Paras of Venus, me nine, how do you know that? So Tana Leia Usaba, so Usaba usually has the reference of Yoanavi, he taught him. In the name of Rabbi Shimon Yechai, Asya Avin Avin. We learn this from Xer Shava between the words Avin Avin. Here in this pasuk it says Bechasad veEmes Yechupar Avin. The Chasad and the Emes the Torah is going to be Mechapar Avin. And it says elsewhere Umeshalim Avin Avin Salchayk Beneim. He's going to repay or pay back a person for the sins of the fathers into the laps of the children. So the children sometimes suffer because of the parents' sins. So the word Avin here is referring to the children and the children dying because of the parents of Avinus. That will ultimately be their kaparas of Avinus. Am Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan says, Negaim ubanim enam yisim shalava. If a person suffers Negaim, he has neged saras. And banim, the Gemara thinks it means he has children and they die young. That's not considered yisim shalava. That's yisurim, but that's not what we would consider yisim shalava. What? Suffering from the Gaim is not Yisim Shalava, but tiny. Doesn't the Bryce say, If a person has one of the different, the four different colors of Nagaim, as he says, there's different shades of white, from, you know, white like snow, and then white like the lime, so that you the coat the walls, and the white like wool, and white like the membrane of an egg. So if you have one of those four colors, it's a Mizbeach of Atonement. So isn't that. Yisrael Shalava. So first, the Gemara says no. Mizbeach Kapar Hav. It's like Mizbeach of Atonement, but Yisrael Shalava Le'Av. It's not Yisrael Shalava. There's different things. Mizbeach of Kapara is the Marsha explains. Mizbeach of Kapara is only Mechaper on things that you did B'Shaygeg, but Yisurim could be Mechaper even more than that on things that you did B'Meizit. So that's one test. If I say alternatively, Halan V'Haluhu. One's referring to us in Bavel. One's referring to them in Eretz Yisrael. Rashi explains. In Bavel, so nothing happens. You get saras. You have saras. In Eretz Yisrael, you have saras. You have to go out of the out of the machanos. You have to leave the community, and therefore that wouldn't be considered yisurim shalava. Tesis doesn't like that pshat because even 
in uh, in Eretz Yisrael today, we're not knowing the dinim of Toma of uh, of Shiluach of being sent out of the Machna. He rather says that it's in Eretz Yisrael where they're still being, being they were still in the times of the Gemara being knowing dinim of Toma and Tahar and Bavel. They weren't even being knowing the Chlal dinim of Toma and Tahar. Now then, the Gemara says the boys him or you can say another text. Habitin habeferhesia. It depends where the negatzeras is. One's where it's talking when it's bitzinu and it's hidden, no one sees it. So then you see shalava. The other one is where it's beferhesia. People see, people know. So then I guess it's such a great shame that's not considered yisur shalava. Now for the Gemara, ubanim lo hechidami. What does it mean exactly, banim? If you're going to say it means ilaymar, the havelevim is that he had sons and his sons died. That's what it means. Didn't say, or didn't used to say, This is the bone of my tenth son. He would tell people who would sometimes comfort people in their tsaras, he would say, This is the bone of my tenth son. So, what he was carrying around, Rashi makes it sound like he was a bone. Some say he was carrying around a tooth. But whatever it was, Rabbi was comforting people. Rashi says, Rabbi certainly wouldn't have suffered from something that wasn't Yusim Shalafa. Taisa said, That's not true. Could be he suffered from something that wasn't Yusim Shalafa, but he certainly wouldn't try and comfort people with that. He's comforting them. It must be that it was Yisrim Shalava. So that can't be what we're referring to. Ella hadalei harvulei chlau. That which the Brisa says that banim is not Yisrim Shalava means when a person doesn't have children at all. When a person doesn't have children at all, that's not Yisrim Shalava. That which it says that it could be Yisrim Shalava, that's when he has children and he die. When he has children and he die, so there's Avelos, there's Tzara, there's Tzar. So that's Mechab Ranavainis. That could be Yisurim Shalafa. The Gemara tells him, Rabbi became ill. All the Gemara came to visit him. Amr lay, and Rabbi asked him, Are these Yisurim dear to you? You want these Yisurim? So Amr lay, Rabbi Chiyah, I don't want the Yisurim, and I don't want the Schar that I will get if I suffer them. So Amr lay, Rabbi Chiyah, said to him, Okay, give me your hand. Rabbi gave his hand to Rabbi got him up, meaning Rabbi and healed him. And he said, you don't want it? And he said, I'm an if you don't want it, you don't have to have it. And then the Gemara brings him out, and Rabbi Yechonin himself, Chalash, he also became ill on another occasion. And then, when he was ill, Allah Gabay Rabbi Yechonina, Rabbi Yechonina came to visit him. Amr Lein Rabbi Yechonina said to Rabbi Yechonin, Chavivin Olech, are these Yisrael dear? Do you want them? Amr Lein said, no. I don't want them, I don't want this car for them. Amr Lein Rabbi Yechonina said to Rabbi Yechonin, give me your hand. And he gave him his hand. He took, he, he stood him up, he healed him. So, Frank the Gemara, Amai, why did Rabbi Hanina need to come and get Rabbi Echen up from his illness? Like why couldn't Rabbi Echen get himself up? If Rabbi Echen was able to heal Rabbi Chayyab why couldn't he heal himself? Amri, so they say, Apashat the Terrence is a cloud. Ain Chavush, Matir Atzumi, Mesu A Chavush, a person who's locked in prison, he can't get himself out of prison. Somebody on the outside has to let him out. Ebeliezer Chalash, that's where we're going to be. Ebeliezer, some say he became ill. Allah gave Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon came to visit him. Chazad Davuk Hagani by himself. Rabbi Yechon saw that Ebeliezer was lying in a, in a dark room. Gal Yehudar. So Rabbi Yechon rolled up his sleeve, he exposed his arm. V'naf al Nahar, and then light fell in the room. In other words, Rabbi Yechon's arm was almost glowed in the dark, and it lit up the room. And then when that happened, Chazad Davuk Hagani, Rabbi Yechon, he saw Rabbi Yechon was crying. So Amr Shabbi Yechonin said to Rabbi Lazar, "Am I Why are you crying? Even Shem Tayyib is because of Tayyib Leiavshes. He didn't learn so much Tayyib. Apparently, Rabbi Lazar, because of whatever he did, wasn't able to learn so much Tayyib. 
So we said, don't worry, Shaninu, we learned Echad Amar Bebe Echad Amamit. It doesn't matter whether a person learns a lot or a little. It matters that he's Mechav and Nibu L'Shemaim. You certainly were Mechav and Nibu L'Shemaim. They're good intentions. And if it's because of Mezaynas, you weren't Zaycha to Parnasa. And maybe you're thinking if you weren't Zaycha to Parnasa, to food, it's because there's some Chisar. No, no. Not everybody is Zaycha to two tables. In other words, you were Zaycha to the Gedula of Tyra. You weren't Zaycha to the Gedula of Mani. Maybe because you weren't Zaycha to children. That's also not a chisarin in a person. Dein garma, that's your abir. This is the bone of my tenth son. I also suffered that. So Amalet, your brother said, you know, I am crying. I'm crying. Lahai shuvah to this beauty, your beauty. I see you revealed your arm and it lit up the room. That's such beauty. I'm crying that that beauty, the Bali Ba'af, eventually is going to wither away in the ground and you're also going to die and you're also going to be buried. On that, Kabuchin, on that, I'm crying. Amalet, your brother said, that you should really cry. That's something to cry about. And the two of them cried. And after all this, Amalek said to him, Do you want these Yisurim? Do you appreciate these Yisurim? Amalek said, No. I don't want them. I don't want their schar. Amalek, all right. So Yisurim said, Give me your hand. He gave him his hand, and he got him up, and he held him. They went sour on him, 400 barrels of wine. In other words, all of a sudden, he went into his wine cellar and he discovered 400 barrels of wine, a tremendous loss, all gone sour, turned into vinegar. All of Yehuda, the brother of Saul of the Chassid, and the Rabbanan came, apparently they realized he had this tremendous loss. And they came, whoever it was, they came and they said, they said, the master should be ma'ayin, he should examine his uh, his dealings, his actions. In other words, you got to do a pish push you have to see where you went wrong. Amr said to them, what do you mean, am I chashud? Am I suspicious in your eyes? Do you think that I did something wrong? Amr said, well, mi'chashid kud shabrichu, da'avid dina dina. In other words, and does the Rabbanish Lailam suspected that he would do something that uh, isn't deserved if such a thing happened to you, you must have deserved it. So that itself uh, calls for introspection. Amrili said to them, listen, I don't know. If there's somebody who heard something about me, tell me. I'm all ears. Amrili said, well, this is what we heard about you. We heard about you, that you, the master, didn't give Shavisha. Shavisha means the branches of the, the vines, the, the wood of the vines after they would pick the grapes. You didn't give those branches, Larise, to your sharecropper. Apparently, you're supposed to share with the sharecropper all of the produce, all of the grapes in this case, as well as the shavisha. And he shared with him the grapes, but not the shavisha. Amr, he said, what are you talking about? Did he leave me any of it? Apparently, this sharecropper stole for himself the shavisha. He stole all, he stole all of it. Amr, they said to him, listen, that's what people say, after a Ganev, you steal, meaning you steal from a Ganev, the time of time, but you still taste the taste of Geneva. So in other words, even though he was deceitful, and he did something wrong, but the uh, the Shavisha that you should have given him, you should have still given him. So Amalek said, all right, I made a mistake, I accept upon myself, the even that I'm going to give it to him. And as soon as that happened, the vinegar turned back, and it became wine again. Others say that's not what happened, but Aikr Chawa, 
the price of vinegar went up, it became more expensive. He's dabbing and it was now able to be sold with the main dechamra for the same price as wine. So as soon as he was metaking his maizim, the loss was reversed. Tiny the brings the price. Abba bin Yamin Aimer, Abba bin Yamin said, About two things I was mitstar, meaning I went to great pains all of my life. Al Tfilasi, first of all, regarding my Tfila, my Tfila should be before my bed. We'll see in a moment what that means. And also that my bed should be positioned between north and south. So what are these two things? First of all, I was I was mitzvah that my bed, my tefila should be lifnei mitasi. What does it mean? My lifnei mitasi. What does it mean? My tefila should be before my bed. If you're going to say literally, I should daven standing in front of my bed. Is that correct? Who said in the name of Rav or in the name of Rishu How do you know that when a person davens, there should not be something interrupting between him and the wall? He should daven directly in front of the wall. turned his face to the wall. directly to the wall, nothing interrupting, nothing interfering. So he says, So don't say that he davened. That's not the point. Near my bed, meaning in time. means as soon as he woke up, before he got involved in anything else, business, Rashi says even learning, he would right away daven. And then the second thing he was makbid about was Vyamitasi, and I was makbid about my bed, should be positioned between north and south. What's the idea? Then Rabbi Yicham, Rabbi Chanina, Am Rabbi Yitzchak, Kolonai, Sin Mitasi, Bein Tzafan Adam, a person positions his bed between north and south, he will merit to have children who are Zuchar male. So never like it says, Utsfuncha Temali Vitnam. Tsuncha meaning when you position your bed to the north, Temali Vitnam, when your uh your bed and the, the, the womb of the woman will be full, Yizbubanim they will be satisfied with sons. In other words, the 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 woman will conceive in such a situation when it's between Safa and Tadaram with Banim sons. He said also, also his wife will not miscarry. What's the makar? It says here, right? When the north, when the bed facing the north, when the woman conceives in such a bed, says, and her days were failed to give birth. She had meaning she had twins, but the point is she carried her pregnancy to uh, the full term and she gave birth. To a healthy baby, and it has to do with utzfuncha because the bed is set from the rest to the south. That's an assurance that the baby will be uh, born a viable birth. Tanya Abba ben Yamin the brings another brayso in the name of Abba ben He says shnayim shenichin shuli spalo. Two people go into a shul to daven. Now one of them finished. In other words, he davened and completed davening before the other one. Now he should have waited for him. He, like you said before, the Batik Nisiyas were out in the fields. And he didn't wait. He didn't wait for his friend. And he just left him there alone. So you know what's going to happen? Tarf in the Shemaim, they're going to rip up his tefillah and his face. Like it says, He causes that his nefesh, which is, Rashi says, means it's his, his, his nefesh, his tefillah is considered his nefesh, they're going to rip it up in front of him. Why? Because did you think that because of you, because you left, the Shechina is going to leave? In other words, you think the Shechina is there because of you and not because of your friend? The Shechina is there for you and your friend, so you don't leave your friend. Not only are they going to rip up your tefillah in front of you, you're going to be going to leave Klal Yisrael. 
So the Tzur is going to uproot himself from his place. From Kalah Yisrael. Okay, the rest we'll see tomorrow.